When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. A lot of folks don't really think about the impact that transportation has on agriculture when they think of agriculture, but it is a very important part of the industry and it's crucial from getting products from the farm to the processors. This is Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report and today I am speaking with Jerry Schrader. He is the chair for the Wisconsin Milk Haulers Association and he is also involved in his family's hauling business. Can you tell me a little bit about the organization, the Wisconsin Milk Haulers? Association? Well, uh, the organization was founded in 1957, I believe, before my time. And I joined the organization right after I started hauling milk. I bought my first franchise in 1978. And the organization is to act as an advocate, uh, legislative watchdog for those of us in the dairy transportation business. Uh, a number of years ago, we merged our uh, organization into the Wisconsin Motor Carriers Association to have more uh, political clout and uh, better sources of information as to what's going on in the transportation industry. And you are currently serving as chair of the organization. How long have you been chair for? Uh, it's got to be six or seven years. I've been on the board uh, closer to 15 years. It's an annual position. Our annual meeting is in September, and we vote on uh, a rotating schedule for board members, but officers get elected or reelected on an annual basis, so everyone has a chance to participate. Outside of your organizational involvement, you have been in the industry for decades. Can you tell us about your business and what you've been doing over the years? Well, I started with one truck and 65 farms, and I did two loads a day to a bottling plant in De Pere, which was about 72,000 pounds. Uh, after about 10 years, I added on to my, I had expanded the milk hauling business and I added on to my trucking business by getting into hauling precast concrete for infrastructure programs. That's why when this road and bridge building, I do know something about it. I did that for 30 years, I had trucks doing that. Uh, my nephew and brother now have taken over the milk hauling business and I retired from trucking altogether about a year and a half ago, but due to the driver shortage, they asked me since I still had a couple of power units if I would be willing to come back and, and several days a week pull their trailers and help them out, which I do now. You spoke of a driver shortage. Can you tell me, in addition to that, what some of the other serious issues that you are facing both with the organization and also in your business? Uh, regulation. Uh, we're probably one of the most highly regulated industries there are. On the, on the milk hauling side, we deal with DATCAP, USDA, uh, FDA, International Fluid Milk uh, so, uh, Association, and we have to have biosecurity plan in place for homeland security. Then on the other side, the coin for transportation, I have my base plate, uh, international fuel tax report, unified carrier registration, uh, motor carrier 150 registration, US DOT numbers, and a licensed carrier number. I mean, we it, it is a very, 
very challenging industry to be in and it's a seven day a week 24 hour a day business it has to go no matter the weather conditions or road conditions you have to have somebody out there as you said, there are certainly no shortage of challenges that you are facing currently, yet it seems as if legislators and other folks are beginning to pay attention. That's why you were down here at the Capitol today. They were talking about some possible solutions to assist with some of the different challenges you are facing. Can you tell us about the bill that you offered testimony on today and how that would impact you guys? Yeah, correct. Uh, road funding for local municipalities in the past seems to have been used, and I don't blame them, in uh, areas where there are more people, residential areas, tourist areas, and agriculture uh, that doesn't get a lot of transportation other than agriculture itself uh, seems to have been kind of left by the wayside. And I can understand it. Uh, tax base wise, you'd rather have ten four $400,000 homes and than dealing with one you know, 400 acre farm. It, it just, but now on the state level, they are, are looking at it. I think inflation and the high cost of food and the way it's gone up so much in the last two years has made a big difference in, in looking at agriculture now in our food industry. This isn't the first time that you have been involved in the policy aspect of things. Can you tell us some of your past involvement as far as being a part of those legislative conversations on these issues? Well, thanks to my association with Wisconsin Motor Carriers, I was able to serve on the Dairy Task Force 2.0 and we dealt with basically rural economic development all the way up and down the line, not just shipping milk or, or farming. We dealt with infrastructure, uh, uh, labor, marketing, uh, we had veterinarians, bankers, uh, uh, just about everybody from the industry dealing with, and, and we came up with a very comprehensive report as, as far as that industry. I worked with the motor carriers and the milk haulers and getting some of those initiatives from them passed into law a couple years ago. You drove three plus hours down here today just to offer your testimony. Can you tell me why it was important for you to be here today to share your perspective? Well, it's, it's, it's my whole life. I started when I was 21. My father was in the business. My grandfather owned a cheese factory. Uh, this is a chance that I, now that I have a little time, it's a chance for me to give back to the industry and what I did all my life. What can you tell other individuals who are a part of the organization or do similar work to what you're doing? How can they get involved in these conversations and try to be a part of a solution? Well, join our organization and contact your, your legislatures. Uh, be active in your local town and county board meetings. Uh, that's the best way because elected officials, they do listen. They might not like what you say, but they do listen. Are there any other issues that maybe aren't at the forefront today, but you see being uh, potential concerns down the road? One of the biggest ones for us is, is uh, having to run our trucks with partial loads in the springtime. Uh, there are certain uh, facets of the trucking industry that get exemptions. And we've been trying to achieve such an exemption for the last several years now because it is hazardous driving with partial loads due to equipment uh, shortages and, and uh, driver shortages. If you have to make another 20% loads, you're gonna have more plant backups, 
you're going to have more expense. It, it's just really not a feasible situation right now. Thank you so much for your time, Jerry. This is Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report speaking with Jerry Schrader, the chair of the Wisconsin Milk Haulers Association. Again, thank you for all the work that you're doing and for being an advocate for truckers across this state.